Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. Okay, welcome to today's episode with Jennifer O'Shea. She is the owner and creator of Teach Workout Love, which is a blog. And she has an amazing Instagram where she posts things for you guys all the time. You can find her there. But I'm, hey, Shaylee, I'm really excited to get to talk to her because she is a teacher. What grade do you teach? Third grade. Third grade. She's third grade teacher. She is a mom and she's running a blog. <laughs> that is a lot. So she's going to share with us just kind of how she does that all. And I'm excited to give you guys somebody else to talk to who gets it. Um, <laughs> I actually used to be a teacher. I found her on Pinterest and I was like, teacher, blogger, mom, like, yes, <laughs> like I, <laughs> I get it. Um, I don't do it anymore. So anyways, um, Tell us just a little bit more about yourself and kind of how long you've been teaching and what made you want to start the blog. Sure. Uh, so, um, hey everyone, my name's Jen, <laughs> and I uh, so I started blogging a few years ago when we made our first move. Uh, my husband's in the military, so we had to PCS across from. We lived in New York City, and I lived there my whole life. And then um, our first move together being married was to Spokane, Washington. So I don't know if you know anything about Washington, but there's everyone thinks of Seattle and we're like five hours east of Seattle. Yeah. So we're not even close. <laughs> so, um, <Very> different. <laughs> right. So uh, we were like, we want to live in a major city or like near a major city has a major airport. And yeah. So then they sent us to Spokane and that's completely the opposite of anything that we said. Yeah. But, it's fine. It turned out really awesome. I love Spokane. It's like probably the greatest place that you could ever have thought to live outside of your own home. Yeah. So, um, but when I came here, um, it was really difficult to make friends outside of, um, like military spouses. I mean, and because I don't know why, I, I don't know why it was just like, it was kind of difficult. You know, I had to like be in people's faces, like, let's be friends. <laughs> and people are kind of like, okay, you're from New York. We don't really know about you, but I'm not a little strong. <laughs> right. I'm like, I need friends. I need friends. And I was yeah. like, okay, maybe I need to back off a little bit. So I, I had been a blogger um years before getting married. And um I had met some really cool people through being a blogger, through blogging communities. Before like blogging communities on Facebook had even been a real thing. Mm. Um, so then I kind of started looking into it and I was like, okay, this would be perfect. I know a lot about being a mom and I feel like other people could benefit maybe from whatever I write. Like I like writing. And so I was like, okay, I can fill my time with being a blogger. I didn't really think it was going to be like ever turn into anything. It was just like for me to make friends pretty much. Um, so that's kind of how I got started. And now, I mean, now that it kind of has really like taken off and I'm kind of, um, it's pretty much like my full-time job on the side of teaching. Mm -hmm. So every other minute that I'm not teaching, I'm like blogging and being a mom at the same time. So I'm like making dinner and then like doing a blog post and then <laughs> going back to making dinner. So, or like doing things on Instagram. So, um, just trying to find the balance between how to do all of these things. I'm kind of looking forward to summer so I can really 
spend a lot of time on blogging yeah while I take a break from teaching so uh, sorry I was just saying that's awesome that's so much it's a lot of work to run a blog especially as as big as hers is right now it it is and I didn't really think it would be this much um it's literally every other moment that I'm not sleeping or being a mom well you know I'm blogging and being a mom at the same time um like I'm giving a bath and I'm like filling things out on Instagram <laughs> giving a bath so you know um but really my blogging time is um when I come home from work and then my I put my daughter to sleep and then I'm blogging so yeah. you know sleeping at like 11 30 midnight that's usually like how I roll with blogging so and then waking up to teach and then waking up to teach <laughs> do everything else so that's funny because about the bath especially because that's kind of how I roll too I went and did a video with them live in here the other day and it was in the bathroom with the girls in the bathtub yeah exactly <laughs> how we do it <laughs> exactly like my daughter was um you know if she's taking a nap, that's like my blogging time. I'm like so thankful for that time. Um, and that's when I'm blogging. So, so feel maybe this is too much to ask, but is your plan long-term to keep teaching and carrying on with the blog or do both or what do you want to do? Um, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't really know, to be honest. I mean, I always, you know, teaching is always my thing. So uh, that's how I make friends and cause we're going to have to move again at some point. So yeah. that's how I make my, my friends. Um, so I'll continue being a teacher and, you know, I've started hiring people to work with me. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, right now I handle like all of the content and all of the design of the articles and everything. That's what takes so much time. Yeah. Um, but I have like a, someone that works with me as the SEO person that handles all of the background information that I have no clue about. Um, <laughs> so, you know, right. Exactly. Like, I don't know how to code anything at all. I don't, I just YouTube videos, they like help, but I just don't understand, you know, it's, it's yeah. rough. Yeah. So I think, you know, the goal for me is to like, either like hire more people to work with me. Um, and go from there. I don't know if I would ever quit teaching, but since I have the summers and I have like vacations and stuff, but yeah, but yeah, it, it does get to be a lot. I totally see that. And I totally know what you mean about teaching or continuing to work to make friends. Cause we kind of did the opposite of you. Like you said, you were in New York city, went to a small town. We were in small town, Alaska, and then moved to Tampa, Florida. And now we're in right outside of LA. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Oh, we just went there in April. So that was- yeah. Yeah. Everybody should visit. I don't know about living there, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I could live there. I don't know. <laughs> it's a little too cold for me. I'm kind of like a really warm person. Kind of yes. Like, like Southern California. You should come to LA. Yeah. I do like Southern California. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I was looking the wrong way. Okay. So You sound, it sounds like there's a lot of people watching right now, but it sounds like you have a really good grip on the things that people had asked, which is things about like balance and delegating and finding your own time. But the first question that we had for you is that, do you believe, do you believe in balance? And do you believe that as a working mom, you can achieve that? Uh, So I don't know if I would call it like balance per se. I would just say it's like how you manage important things. So Having balance, I mean, to me, that's really what balance is because 
there's no like there's nothing that I can say that would balance out to like be more important than spending time with my daughter you know Mm -hmm. I I go to work, I do my work and I make sure that like during my prep time, if I have anything that needs to be graded, that I'm not bringing work home. So I know that as a first year teacher, that's super duper hard. Like, you know, you don't learn that until you're, you're like third, fourth, even fifth year of teaching. Yeah. Uh, I know that, you know, when I'm at work, I need to make sure that I have everything done. So I don't need to bring it home with me. And if there's things that I need to bring home, then there's things I need to bring home. Um, but for the most part, I try to make sure that there's nothing that I need to bring home, that everything I need to do at school is done at school. Uh, I would say that, you know, prioritizing, like I have two different calendar planner books, one for blogging, one for my school and, you know, to keep them separate. So that way, like, and I do an old school, I just highlight as I get things done and then I erase it when I don't and move it to the next day. Um, (laughs) So, you know, I feel like there is no such thing as a balance really. Mm-hmm. More as like how you can prioritize the things that you need to get done that day and then what can be moved to a different day. So that way, you know, if something comes up, like if your kid gets sick, you know, everything yeah. gets shifted to the next day. Um, or if like, you know, a meeting comes up, everything gets shifted to the next day or you just stay up a little bit later and then you're just, you know, need more coffee the next day. So yeah. And then you just, yeah. figure it out. <laughs> exactly. So um, as for balance, I mean, yeah, like you can kind of try to balance things like you can schedule in, um, a workout if you feel like you need to have a workout. Um, that's pretty much my life. If I don't schedule it in, I either won't remember to do it or, um, it doesn't happen. (laughs) So Yeah. yeah, same. So that was another question that people had was like, as far as, so they asked it in like, how do you compartmentalize and how do you run your calendars? And I think I mean, you do old school, like I do like pen and paper mm-hmm. <laughs> for our emails. Sometimes it gets a little crazy because you have so many things scribbled down. It. Right. But I think like what I tell people is like the best calendar system is the one that you use and the one that makes sense to you. Right. Exactly. Do you have any like, other calendaring or tips for them? So I, I actually found this really cool planner um, that has it's like a, it's called a content planner for mm-hmm. bloggers, which I didn't even know existed. Um, and I'm, I'm going to be writing about it soon. It's purple tailed planners and they have like on the bottom, they have like the different symbols for like Instagram, Facebook, um, Pinterest. So you can write out which things you're doing that day, which is so cool because I noticed that I have a lot of things going on. Like, you know, if I have to do an Instagram post or if I do a Pinterest post, um, I have them all just like scribbled everywhere. <laughs> so the fact that you can um, itemize it by like specific things is super cool for a blogger. Um, yeah. I'm kind of excited. I just ordered it um, to have it come and write about it. Uh, so I can't wait to post about that because I'm really excited because my planner is about to run out. Um, um, that one. So that, to be able to like itemize, like, you know, if you're really, you know, blogging is really the thing that you're, you're into right now, then, you know, having that specific thing, cause you're all over the place. Like if you have like a Twitter party or you have like an, a Facebook post you need to do, or like you have different campaigns, you know, every single campaign is different. So yeah. uh, being able to do that is really a good idea. Um, I know a lot of people use like Google calendar mm-hmm. and um, we use that in my, uh, for school. So, yeah. and 
that thing is cool because you can share it out with different people. So if you have like different people on your, on a team that you work with, um, or if you're like in a Facebook group and everyone needs to be on the same schedule. So, um, so that's pretty good to use. Anything with Google is really yeah. awesome. Um, the fact that it just connects with everything, like your phone and computer and stuff. So yeah. Uh, kind of like so, a family calendar. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we use that for too. It's like, <laughs> it's just sent to the phone and there's no excuse for me to forget that. we need Right. To- exactly. It's like my phone just alerts me that it's someone's yeah. birthday. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Cause yeah. if Facebook didn't do it or my phone didn't do it, I feel like if I didn't write it down, then I'm, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. So you have accountability systems. Basically is what you're saying. Accountability systems and you compartmentalize it. And yeah, they're saying the Googlers on Facebook, but, um, as far as like the home part, like I loved what you said about like my school stuff gets done at school, mm-hmm. but don't bring it home. How do you, how do you keep that separate when you are working from home and we only have limited hours to get <laughs> food and diapers and baths and blogging done? Yep. So what I try to do is I try to just um, keep everything uh, kind of separate. So unless I have a very specific deadline then I don't, um, I don't have, uh, sorry, I lost my thought. Hold on. (laughs) So, so I come home from work, right. And I try to make sure that, uh, you know, my daughter has some time with me and we're like, you know, playing and stuff and that I just put my phone aside. So that way I'm not like focusing on social media during that time. Um, and then it's like, you know, so that's like a specific time. And then there's like, you know, you separate dinner and like family time and then after that so it's like you know I can I can give up some of the bath times where I can work on like my own blogging stuff or and then as soon as they're to sleep or as soon as she goes to sleep then it's really it's on yeah yeah so kind of like time blocking because that's what I teach them time blocking exactly yeah from (laughs) that's (laughs) the word for what I was doing (laughs) yeah from three to five like I'm not doing social media stuff from like five to seven, yep. whatever, whatever the time is for you, you have dele- like delegated times for focusing on certain things, not saying it's going to be perfect all the time and they're not going to overlap, but for the most part, like that's how it gets done. <laughs> exactly. Well, I was thinking that, um, during the summer, it'd be a lot easier where I could be like, Oh, maybe on Mondays, you know, I work on like, Pinterest and social media and Instagram and then like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, but that was like unrealistic uh, because everything needs to get done all at the same time. So um, I really admire those people that can do that and like really focus on like having one day set to each thing. But uh, we're with my blog, I'm putting content out every day because I have so many guest bloggers that I feel like, you know, I just have to keep putting these things out. And overall the goal is like a magazine style. So and I know like lots of online magazines put like, you know, 10 articles out a day. So it's kind of the direction I'm going in. So it's, it's always like fast paced. There's never like, oh, I can take this night right. to just like watch TV. <laughs> I have to be totally honest and say that I'm super impressed because, and actually I t- I've told the group um, a lot about you because I don't, like, I don't have other people guest blogging for me. Like I'm only worrying about putting my own content out and like when yeah. I- about how many people you have submitting articles to you and reaching out to you and wanting to schedule with you and you're like 
yeah it's, it's good it's like good and as, sometimes I'm like oh my god I have like 50 blogs in the system and I'm like I tell everyone at least 30 days and then I don't want one post to get like more exposure than the other so you know it's kind of like a balance but yeah. um it's been awesome it's been a really cool experience and so many good blogs come through so many good blogs come through I mean there's a few where you're like eh, I could and I you know I, I edit a lot um yeah. So that, so that kind of takes a lot of time is me editing it. And then I, you know, create Pinterest things and I have to do meta descriptions and, and all those things to make it like, um, great for my audience to read. So, you know, um, I, I used to like just take blog posts from guest bloggers and just like completely edit it. And after that, I was like, why am I doing this? Like, (laughs) um, so that's kind of where I was like, you know, if you want me to fix this for you that's going to be a paid service. And sometimes people take it up. Some people, sometimes they don't. And then, you know, and then, so that's kind of like, that's a turning point too, where like, I had to be like, I don't have time to edit this for you for free to give you a, like, you know, on my my website. So, so that was like a turning point for me, but it's been really helpful because then I don't feel as bad being like, oh, but I really liked your article, but it was, you know, it was just, there's just things wrong with it. I just don't have time to fix it. <laughs> so and it's really technical. So actually, I think the first article that I sent to you, you were still doing that. You were like, I just submitted it raw and then you posted it up. And then the next one I sent you, you gave me like the login and you were like, make sure it matches these criteria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was actually really helpful for me as a blogger because I didn't know about that stuff. <laughs> Like I didn't either. So it took a long time for me to like get to that point where I'm like, okay, I need, I need specific guidelines. And I know that me being a working mom, like I won't read an article if it is super long and it doesn't have like the, um, the bold headings and like at least some, some sort of picture that I can look at to go with whatever I'm talking about. So And I try to like make all of my articles like that because I know that the, the audience reading my blog are people who don't have a lot of time. So they're looking for like, you know, quick fixes that can help working moms like clean their house super fast. And I'm like, okay, I want to know what that quick fix is. And like, if I want to read that part, I can. Otherwise, yeah. I'm still getting things out of the article. So that's kind of how I want all of my blog posts to look. So yeah. keeping it consistent with um, each article. So and it took a long time for me to realize that that was how I wanted all the articles to look. And yeah. um, it helps with people reading it. So, you know, yeah. using SEO, the Yoast is super helpful because it tells you like what you're, what you need to fix. Yes. Yeah. That's what I learned from yours because the first one I did, I spent literally all day, like trying to figure out why I was still at like 12% of whatever the thing that they wanted. And I was like, oh. I know. I'm like, why is this still orange? I don't understand. And like, I changed everything. It's like one yeah. word they want you to change. <laughs> and they literally tell you right there, change this. And I was like, amazing. And then that made me go back. I'm still working on it because it takes a lot of time. Go back and fix all of my own blogs on my own. Yeah. Read that. <laughs> go back to my old post. And I'm like, oh my gosh. That was really fun. It's terrible. <laughs> terrible blog post that I wrote like four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but yep. apparently if you delete those, it, it gives you like these 404 web pages, which I had no idea. And it yeah. brings down your rating on Google. It's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, all of your, I can't delete them. Yeah. Any, anybody who clicks on them, they're gone. And then I learned that yeah. too. 
yeah, just all things that I, why I hired an SEO person because I had no idea about any of these things. Seriously. So you are good or getting better at delegating. What else yeah. delegate? Yeah. It was really hard at first, but I was like, you know what? I really don't know any of these things. Like, I feel like I could probably teach myself, but it would take hours. Yeah. Like graphic design. So I had, so I was working on trying to like rebrand and come up with some new logos. Cause I've been through like, um, that, I don't know how you say it. Fever, fiber, fiber website. Yeah. A gazillion times with different posts and everything. Um, sorry, hold on. We just okay. had people come over. Okay. Sorry. So, so sorry. So like, what about in your home? Do you delegate anything in the home? Like, well, obviously you have kids, so you have to delegate childcare. And what about like, have you ever done anything like house cleaning services or considered it? Oh yeah. Services? Okay. So, I mean, these are things that are like super important to me and I just don't. Okay. So in order for me to spend time with my daughter, for me to clean my house, it can take all day. So, um, uh, can you still hear me? Yes. Okay. Perfect. So it could take, you know, at least like five hours or so. And I just don't have that time. And I also want to sleep sometimes on the weekends, like a little bit later than six. And, um, so I have a cleaning lady that comes twice a month. Um, it's pretty, it's so affordable. I love that. Yeah. And you know, she does like just maintenance, like, you know, sometimes she'll deep clean like the windows and stuff or like the bathrooms, but for the most part, she is like, uh, you know, cleaning the bathrooms, like just things that makes it easier for me to not have to do. I mean, yeah, I still do tons of laundry and have to hold it and put it away. And that takes, I swear to God, it takes like all week to do that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's the next week and I'm still doing laundry. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I do that. And then my husband helps out, you know, where he can, when he comes home from work. Um, but for the most part, you know, I'm putting her to sleep. I'm, you know, taking her to school and picking her up from school. Cause I get out of work earlier than he does. So, you know, a lot of it is really my, my time management. So yes, I love, that. I don't have any grandparents here. We don't have any family here to like, you know, help out yeah. <laughs> so really just all on me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's hard, especially when you move away from everybody you ever knew. <laughs> Yes, exactly. I mean, yeah. I have a lot of really good friends here now, so that's just so helpful. Um, yeah. because they, they can help if, if anything I need now, but I feel like when we first moved here, it was super difficult because yeah. we didn't have that support system. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I tell the moms too, is like, and maybe, I don't know if you've struggled with this, but I tell them all the time, like, don't feel bad, especially if you have like so many things that you are juggling, asking for help or delegating help in the form of the most basic things that really honestly anybody can do for you. Right. Exactly. Clean in the showers and mm-hmm. you don't even have to be that. Cause I, I did, we did a meal service before a few months back because it was kind of crazy. And I was like, don't feel bad about that. Like that's more time that you're freeing up for the things that are most important to you. Like being able to just hang out with your kids, being able to sleep and recover from everything you did the week before. Right. Exactly. I'm like, otherwise I'd be cleaning and doing laundry. And then I would, it would be Monday. You hit your life. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that was fun. Yeah, that was a great weekend. I and got I'm like, I've spent friends coming in and out of her house. <laughs> right, exactly. And I'm like, honestly, I've spent more money on 
sillier things like handbags, then I'm like, why would I not just spend like, you know, like a hundred dollars or something to clean my house twice a month? I'm like, going back to what you talked about at the beginning, prioritizing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like cleaning my house is like the last thing I want to (laughs) do. If I can pay someone to do it and I will, (laughs) like, that's why I work. So I can do those things and be able to travel back and forth to New York. So. Yeah, exactly. So do you have any tips for, for the moms who are struggling with the guilt of working and maybe feeling overwhelmed by everything that they're trying to balance? So I feel like as your child gets older and like you have them in daycare and if it's a good daycare, uh, the fact that they, you know, love going there, that is really helpful. Mm -hmm. So I noticed that when my daughter was going to like not so wonderful daycare, you know, it's kind of just like the first one that we found when we moved here and it was, it was okay. Um, you know, she would cry all the time every time she wanted to go there. And I was like, oh my God, this is awful. Yeah. But then we switched to a better daycare and it's like amazing. She doesn't even like bat her eye when I'm leaving. She's like, okay, bye. See ya. Like, if I even get a hug. like she loves it. And, you know, I think it's a lot easier as they get older that, um, because they, they need to be learning, you know, they have like, you know, they have alphabet letters and reading and like sight words, things that they have to do that, you know, you can do with them at home later on, but then they focus on that all day long. And, you know, it's almost like going to school. So, you know, you're not going to feel guilty working when they have to go to public school. So it's like the same thing, um, you know, and, and it's, it's this, it's literally the same thing. So if you, you know, when they go to kindergarten, they have to go. So it's not like you chose yeah. to go to work. Um, it's the same thing. You'll, you'll have the weekend. So you're just kind of preparing them for those days. And it makes those yeah. days a lot easier uh, yeah. when it really does happen and they have to go on a bus or they have to be at school all day and they don't get to be with you. So, um, you know, I would just think about that, that you're setting them up for success. The yeah. fact that, you know, they're preparing them for education full time. Um, you know, that's not a choice that you get to make because they have to go. So that's a really good perspective. And that's kind of how I looked at it too. And cause now I only work from home, but mm-hmm. that was my perspective too. It's like, we, ha- we have to do this. <laughs> like, right, exactly. So you might as well make the best of it and make sure that you guys are enjoying it. And we dealt with the same kind of thing where we, we did have bad experiences with certain centers or certain whatevers and you just figure it out yeah it really helped when I had a really wonderful daycare I mean like this place is amazing and that's kind of what I was looking for but you don't know those things just moving there like which is the best place to go to I had no clue until I was here and people had recommended it yeah and you get in it and try it for yourself (laughs) exactly and I walked in and I was like oh my god yes this is this is what I was looking for Yeah. yeah so just to kind of like summarize basically what I'm hearing from you over and over again is that you you know what you have to do and you do it and you kind of figure it out as you go like you don't sit around and just wait to be like how should I do this how should I make it perfect how should I you just go see what happens yeah adjust you adjust pretty much and that's I don't know if it's like from being a teacher that you know you're just like oh (laughs) that didn't work. So we need to fix that right away. There's no like waiting till the next, you know, time for reading to fix that. You kind of just like, okay, that didn't work. So let's do something else. Or like, they're not getting, they're not doing so well today. Like they need to get up and move. So, 
Um, I mean, I don't know if that's like how I've really learned it and like taken it into my home life and helped with like being a mom and you're like, okay, well she's having meltdown. So we can't do that. We need to switch, switch that around. (laughs) I think teaching does give you a different kind of preparation for having kids. Before I had kids. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a different, like it helps you relate to kids even more. You're like, oh, my daughter makes that same face. Interesting. <laughs> I was a lot more understanding of kids in my classroom after I had my, my own kids. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is the same meltdown. Same yeah. meltdown, different age. Yep, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so last two questions just real quick is, actually, no, we already covered one, but how do you handle, like, when you feel like you've reached your limit? like you've, you're like burnt out, done so much. How do you handle that? And how do you kind of switch it around? Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's hard. So like with teaching, I feel like, um, you know, maybe I'll just leave earlier in the day than I would normally. And then I just go home and you're like, sorry guys, I got to leave after lunch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Right. Can you imagine? You're like, yeah, just cover my class. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, or like, you know, so you have to stay and, you know, sometimes you stay and do work and, you know, I just might just be like, nope, just gonna, I'm just gonna go and I'm not going to do it today and I'm just going to put it off till tomorrow. Cause there's so many things that really can just actually wait till tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Some things can wait. (laughs) Right. And it's hard to be like, okay, stuff is not done, but I still need to go. Yeah. Uh, so you you come back more efficient. Exactly. And then maybe you'll do better the next, the next day that you are, you know, setting forward to do it. Yeah. So, and then, um, with blogging, I would say, uh, you know, there are days where I'm just like so tired, like Fridays are really hard for me, um, to stay up late and blog. So sometimes I might just be like, no, and just don't, just don't do it unless there's like a really specific deadline, but I know that in advance. So I kind of, I'm kind of a procrastinator when it comes to deadlines for writing. Yeah. And I'll usually write it like the day, the night before it's due, because that's, I don't know. I don't know. That's just how I roll with my writing, but it works. Um, yeah. So I know how much time I can actually procrastinate. So I'm like, eh, well, it's not due till Monday. So I can push it off till Saturday or Sunday. So yeah. You know, just knowing your limit of where you can push things off to and to take that time or to go to sleep early one night. Um, yeah. It'd be better than to be up super tired and then like kind of not do such a good job at what it is that you need to do. So. Exactly. So I think that was it. That was all the questions that people had for you. Um, for everybody who's still watching or if you're listening in on the podcast, go find her. Her Instagram is the, the biggest place to find her. Her blog is specific to working moms, which is why I was really excited to talk to her um, for you guys so that you could hear, because I know that's one of the biggest questions that you guys have is like, I'm working, I'm trying to do all of this, like to do it. She has her own blogs that she does. She has a team of bloggers. Um, when I told you guys that I was doing some guest blogs, it was for her. So, Yay. <laughs> it was for her speaking of procrastinating 
I usually write yours the day that I submit them because <laughs> yes, I, that's how I roll. I mean, I feel like there's no better way to do it. <laughs> yep, exactly. I'm like, I told you I'd have them by the first, so I'm working on them. <laughs> but um, thank you for doing this with us. We were excited to get to talk to everybody on Facebook. I'll see you guys later. And on the podcast, we'll talk to you later. Hey friend, did you love this episode? If you did, I would love if you took a screenshot of it and shared it with somebody else. Okay. The whole point of this is to create a community of moms who get each other, who support each other and who, when they find something that helps them, they share it with somebody. So I would love if you shared this podcast with somebody with maybe just a little note about how it helped you or how it inspired you so that it can help somebody else. I would also love it if you left me a review. Leaving a review lets me get better stats on the internet and blah, blah, blah. Basically, it helps me help more moms like you. I would so appreciate it. If you hated this episode, I'm sorry, but I'm also kind of impressed that you listened to it all and you're still listening. So still leave me a review, still share it (laughs) because I'm sure somebody can benefit from it. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.